Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. This is a bonus issue. Issue? It is. is. And Gretchen and I are ready to go out, so it's going to be a real quick one. But I thought that I wanted to go over a couple things, Gretchy, that are recent in the news. And I had Gretchen here because we're going out tonight. And I thought that we could just jump on the mic real quick. Tell me. And we're drinking Margie's. Did I say that already? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I had too many. Clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink. First of all, Gretchen. Yes? Are you done with your Christmas shopping? Yeah, I am now. Okay, good. I am almost done. It hasn't all gotten delivered, oh, but I, I am done. Me too. That's the same. I'm in that boat also. Tomorrow I have my daughter's class party. Did you buy teacher's gifts? Oh, I take that back. I'm not done. <laughs> you have teacher gifts? <laughs> Isn't yeah. tomorrow's the last day? <laughs> yeah. To, is tomorrow third? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. You I'll do it while they're at school. We'll do a after school handout. Yeah. I just get them Target gift cards. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, I actually had some extra gift cards laying over and I gave them those and they were good. I mean, really good gift cards. So that's okay, right? Yes. I don't have to go buy them. Yeah, for Teacher Appreciation Week last year, I gave the teacher a card that said something like, roses are red, violets are blue. My mom sucks at Teacher Appreciation Week. I hope just a gift card is good enough for you. Oh, well, that's cute. She said it was. Yeah. (laughs) I also got them a lot of like Hello Bello stocking stuffers. Oh, cute. I went to Walmart and purchased a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And they're very cute. And so it's perfect. Okay. And I bought a little teeny tiny stocking to put them in. Great. I needed a bigger suck stocking. up. What? I suck up. Great suck I up. I am a suck up. Okay. So there's two cases right now, you guys, that I thought we should talk about on the regular podcast. Our Himalaya version, we talk about current events. So if you guys want more current events, you can become a member on Himalaya. You download that on your phone from your app store, whatever kind of phone you have. And then you look for Housewives of True Crime and you put in Housewives at checkout and you get it for free for the first month. But since these are big cases, I thought we should bring them to the general public. All right, let's do it. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is Heidi Bassard from Austin, Texas. You probably have heard about her. She's missing. No, I have not. <laughs> well, then you haven't even <laughs> been looking on our group posts because no. <laughs> a couple people have posted it this week. She went missing December 12th, 2019, which is my friend Erica's birthday and her two twin sisters. That is about six days ago now, or maybe a week ago. 
Okay. Okay. Since we're recording this, she has a newborn daughter. Oh, oh no. And she's missing? She's missing. And her daughter is missing. Her daughter's name is Margot. They are both missing. She was seen on surveillance dropping off her son at school and then again on surveillance near her apartment. So they know that she dropped her kid off at school and then went home. From there, they have not seen her. Her baby daddy has reported her missing after he got a call from the kid's school saying that Heidi didn't go pick him up. Yeah. And her purse, her wallet, her car, and the baby's diaper bag, and all the baby's stuff is still in the house or at the house. Her purse, I think, was actually in the car, and the car was unlocked, but her keys are missing, and her cell phone is missing. Okay. Her cell phone was reportedly turned off around 1.30. Her fiancé, Shane Carey, says that he tried to call her. And it was off around like 130, 140, somewhere around there in the day. Okay. So the next thing we know is he reports her missing that night and he goes on TV and says, you know, he pleads for her return. He's seen on TV crying, but not crying. Everybody's different when it comes to tragedy and things like this. So it's hard to tell if you think he's lying or not. To me, he's not bawling. Okay. He's acting like he's bawling, but there's no tears falling down his face. Okay. I sometimes get like that where I'm in real pain inside myself, but I don't have actual tears running down my face. Yeah, me too. So... You know, but some people are like, oh, that guy's like a total, he totally did it, you know? He says he went to work. I'm sure they're going to, you know, see if he was working or whatnot. And there's a part of me that's like, there are crazy people that want a baby. There are. There are. And we've heard it before where they kill the mom and they take the baby as their own. Listen, people try to steal babies from hospitals all the time. That's why they have so many, you know. Yeah, now they put a sensor on the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My babies had a little monitor on their foot. Yeah. Now, here is a little wrench in the case, which I have not heard from anywhere else, okay? All the news media has not picked this up, so it could be totally fake news. Someone in our group posted a video of a crime vlogger. Gretchen, you know what a vlogger is? A vlogger? A vlogger. No, that's more your world. It's a video blogger. It's like the YouTubers. Okay. Okay. So this guy, his name is Bron Moxley. He, okay. So let me just tell you real quick. He's a crime vlogger. He's recent. He has 3,000 subscribers, which I think is a decent amount. Yeah. But when you go on YouTube and you see how many people have subscribers, they have like millions. I don't know. They could be fake subscribers. I don't know. 3,000 is a good amount for how long he's been doing this. But he claims an email by a guy who happens to be the side guy of Heidi, 
emailed him. Okay. okay. He reads the email on his video. He says that he actually is probably the baby daddy and how Shane, the fiance, was abusive. Okay. Does this guy like live in the same town, this vlogger? I don't think so. Well, then why would somebody email him? Like they would email I'm not Chris Hansen or somebody, you know, crazy. Why would they, somebody with just 3,000 followers, like that's not even going to be somebody that comes up right away. No, he actually doesn't come up right away. I actually. I'm sure uh, he does now. I, that's what I'm kind of thinking. So I Googled him, tried to find out more about him because I was trying to see why this guy would pick him over everybody else. And I just can't, I can't understand why. And he says he's going to go to the police with this. He says he's verified this guy and he's going to the police with this information. So there's two two possibilities, right? It's 100% possible that this random guy got this email from this other random guy mm-hmm. and the police have it. And now they're not saying anything about it because they're really checking into this situation. There's also the situation as this guy is just total fake news. Some guy emails, acts like the real deal and to get things stirred up. Well, yeah, that, I mean, something sort of similar happened in that um, Sherry Papini case. Remember that guy? Yes. I his name that like inserted himself in it and was like. Yes. And the same thing happened in like Natalie Holloway case. There's lots of people that try to get in there and. And people suck. People do suck. So at this point, they did a press conference yesterday and they don't have any information. They ask if Shane is a suspect. They say no, not at this time. They still think she's alive, possibly. I think that that's. I actually thought of the Sherry Papini case with this. I said, maybe. She'll come back on like Christmas Day, like she did on oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. That would be a real Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be somebody that saw something. It was in the middle of the day. For sure, we know it was in the middle of the day because he reported her missing before dark and she was lasting at home. So, something, there's something weird there. Somebody has to know something. Somebody had to have been checking their mail or. Walking their dog or something. Well, it's really weird that they can't find her based on the fact that she still had her phone. But it turned off. So if the phone is turned back on, then they might be able to get a ping or something. But, you know, me and you know all that about that. It's, yeah, it has to be off, off. Yeah, but her phone is probably thrown out <laughs> the window somewhere. Somebody's going to find it in trash bin. In the drawer at the dollar store. Or in the drawer at the dollar store. You know, somebody stole my purse from Sean's 30th birthday. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then I got a call. They found my business card in the purse. Oh. Do you know the story? It's been a long time. Sean's 40 now. Yes. So 10 years ago or more than that, a little more. We had a party at Guy's in Hollywood. And 
my purse was stolen by the security there. What a dick. Yeah, I know. They used my credit cards and then they tossed. 10 years ago, you probably had a shitty purse still. What? I said, although 10 years ago, you probably had a shitty purse still. It was an express purse or something. I mean, it was like not anything fancy. yeah. Yeah. And they just took my credit cards and charged up, you know, at the gas station. And then they threw it in the garbage can, supposedly. Okay. Somebody looking through the garbage can, I don't know why they were at the in the garbage can. Why would you do that? Found my purse, which is not fancy. Yeah. And my checkbook, a business card, and called me and said, I found your purse. Meet me at the Denny's on Sunset. And I did. I call. I was calling Sean to see if I, he thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Listen, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. I met the person. He gave me my purse back. And then I walked to the back of the parking lot. Like it's, it's, a, it's on a real shady corner in a real bad area of Hollywood. And there were all these guys standing by their car. I don't know what yeah, they were Yeah, now he doing. knows everything about you. You probably got your address, off your checks. Dude, I ran back into Denny's and sat there for like two hours until I was like, they're not. They, I, I, I was so scared. And then I thought, why did I go back for a stupid checkbook? Now I don't even put my address on my checkbook, by the way. You don't have to. Yeah, I know. Tabitha gave me that fun little... Yeah, so don't don't do it if you don't have to. You don't have to actually. My bank, you can just put your name and that's it. Yeah. Do you want to ask any more questions on that case? That case is so really she's still sad. missing. She's that's still it. missing. That's all we know right now. Somebody needs to come forward and say anything. Somebody has her. Somebody took her. If it wasn't her fiance, I mean, listen. He's he. Even though they say he's not a suspect, a hundred percent they're looking into everything about him. But it would be real interesting to see if this email shenanigans is true also. But no, we're, we're still waiting to see what happened to Heidi Bassard. Okay, so I'm going to move on to the next case. Are you good? Yeah. Okay, so Gretchen, this next case. Okay. This case I want to talk to you about is a case out of New York. It is a super sad story of a college girl with a very bright future. and. I think it just happens to be the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay. Her name is Tessa Majors. She goes by Tess Majors. She was I love the name Tess. Yes. Shout out to your friend Tess. Tess, yeah. She listens. So Tess is a freshman at Barnard College in New York. And to me, she looked like she was living her best life as a college student, as we all do when we're 18 or 19 years old. Well, I was 30 when I graduated from college. Took me a little while. (laughs) Okay. Well, as I did. Yeah, as you did. All right. So on the late afternoon of December 11th, she walked into a park that was only a couple blocks from her school, and she was robbed and killed. She was walking alone. She was walking alone. I know. Which is a public service announcement that, you, do but that. you, Don't but do that. dude, we all walk alone. We've all walked alone. We've all been alone at times. I don't like walking alone at night. 
I didn't even like walking to my car alone at night at Outback. I made people come with me. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's a good idea. I also, let me tell you, took my son to basketball practice the other day and it was late. His practice started at five and it's dark now, you know, at five because it's winter, but it's in that like really kind of, it's almost all the way dark, but not all the way dark. Yeah. This woman was walking one alone. Yes, in the crosswalk, but it was a stop sign that I had to go to right in like a neighborhood. And she had all black on. Dude, I freaking did not see her. Like I almost hit her. I almost did. So if there was two people walking, I probably would have seen them more than just one, two. So it's just, you have to be aware when you're walking alone for sure. wear reflectors when you're driving around Tab's neighborhood. It wasn't in my neighborhood, but yeah. She's not paying attention. Sean was like, are you texting? I'm like, no, dude, I was not. I was just it literally like my eyesight, and I have good eyesight of 20-20 vision, but I could not see her. It was just like that time, and she was wearing a black Patagonia. So nice somebody in a Patagonia jacket. Probably your friend. Anyhow, so Tess was at this park, and she was stabbed. And she hobbled to get away and she died on the way to the hospital or upon arriving to the hospital from her injuries. It is. What was their motivation to stab her? Did they rape her or something? No, they robbed her. They robbed her and stabbed her. Which I'm also thinking people don't have fucking shit in their pockets anymore. It's true. Credit cards. A credit card. Yeah. So they have surveillance uh, from the park. That has three kids. Okay. Okay. And at this point, they have a 13-year-old in custody. The other two people involved, allegedly, based on what this 13-year-old is saying, were 14 years old. These are kids in, like, middle school. Oh, my God. They found a knife at the scene of the crime, but they say right now that they're unsure if it's connected. I'll just tell you that I think it is because I, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't usually find bloody knives in the park on a regular basis, but if I did, I might think it was a, you know, a crime. Mm -hmm. The 13 year old claims he saw his two 14 year old friends grab Tessa put her in a chokehold and steal from her pockets and then stab her. And he saw feathers falling out of her coat. The 13-year-old told the officers also that the two other, there were two other kids, like I said, the 14-year-olds. And these 14-year-olds were interviewed and they were released. Why? I don't think you can actually just say, hey... I was there with Joe Schmo and Joe Schmo gets arrested. If Joe Schmo was like, I wasn't there. Like his parents probably were like, you weren't there. You don't know anything about it. Don't say a word. I would think the one 13 year old who says he was there would, that would be enough for them to charge them. And then at least they would be out awaiting, you know, on bail. Yeah. But right now it's not the third, the judge did say that they had the ability to arrest and charge the 13-year-old for first-degree felony murder, even though he claims that he didn't 
actually have any involvement in murdering her. He was just there. How do you do that? How do you explain to your children if the police want to talk to you? You are never allowed to talk to them without me present. I would not, after the whole like Brendan Dassey thing, mm-hmm. I would never let my kid well, talk I don't to the think, police. I know that there's some things that you can't. I don't know. I don't know how this is working out. But don't you struggle with that? Like, I want my kids to think police are good guys, but you're not allowed to talk to them without <laughs> me being there under no circumstance. Do not say anything. I know. I don't know. So here is where I want to say something that happened that is a little tricky. A police union leader went on the radio right after it happened and said that Tessa was in the park to buy marijuana. And he pretty much kind of like victim blamed her to me. Why is Tessa black? Huh? Is Tessa black? Mexican? No, she's white, blonde hair. She's white. Yeah. But he's saying she's there to buy marijuana. Marijuana is so bad. People shouldn't do marijuana. Everybody smokes pot. And everybody. And it's like, okay, well, hey, buddy, you know what? If it was legal, maybe she wouldn't have to be in the park buying it. First of all, which her parents say that she wasn't, but I don't care if she was or wasn't. Or No, I don't care if she, if was, she was if she wasn't. If she was like in there to go have sex with somebody, who the fuck cares why she was yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter why she was there. Right. He should never have said that at all. And yeah. he made her family real pissed, which I can only imagine. She's yeah. at this like prestigious college. She is doing what she needs to be doing. And no way does he need to say that she's there for some criminal behavior when she was murdered. Yeah. You know, that's that I think is real dick move. Yeah, that's dick. So her family, I know, like I said, was extremely mad and they put out a statement that was well written and nice. And of course, you know, they said he was out of line. And what is important is finding out who did this and having justice for their daughter, which I 100% agree with. The crazy thing is, is these are children that murdered her. Yeah. The story is so sad and we don't usually talk about children. So, but it's been on my mind and I've been reading about it and it's so current that I thought, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. So those are my two current events for the week. Sorry to come down on such a down note. Drag. It's a drag. Want to talk about the penis fish? That's just the story that keeps giving. (laughs) (laughs) I think we talked about it on Himalaya Plus. We did. Our friend lives near this beach that all these penis fish uh, swept up on, like thousands. Yes. And our friends are so mature that we are still exchanging text messages about the penis fish. Because the otters. Five days later. The otters are really (laughs) loving all the penis fish. And so there's pictures of the otters eating them. Yeah. Yeah. And they look like they are enjoying it. Well, Gretchen, it looks like the penis fish are enjoying it. I don't know about the otters. <laughs> Gretchen said you can actually get a penis fish at the sushi bar and it tastes. That's what the article said. I read the article. I'm intellectual. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> Not according to the review. <laughs> That's true. According, but you can hear about all of that on Himalaya Plus. Oh yeah, we talk about the review, but okay, we forgot to say in the in the review it says that um, we're not investigator reporters. We never said we were. We are housewives of true crime. That's right. We are housewives of true crime. We do a lot of reading and a lot of storytelling. Yes, and then we say we don't take ourselves that seriously, and you shouldn't either. Yeah, we talk about penis fish. I mean, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, okay. All right, you guys. Happy Christmas shopping. Yeah. And jingle your balls. Jingle your balls. You love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> clink, I'm clink. not very mature. Okay, clink, clink. Bye.